not careful, it'll cause you to lose your faith. You're believing God in one thing and something else not happening. It can cause you to lose faith. But if you lose faith, you're simply saying you're trusting more in you than you're trusting in God. And you're believing that it's your will to be done rather than God's will to be done. So let me encourage you, encourage everyone, no matter which way it turns out, you must still have faith in God. You must still trust God. It's never always going to work out the way we choose or the way we like or even how we have prayed. But I must still trust God that he knows what's best for me. Good morning. <laughs> Little technical difficulties there. Amen. Good morning. Good to be alive. Thank you all for joining with me in Morning Manor this morning. Um, doesn't matter how things turn out, we must still trust God. We must still have faith in God. This morning, I want to talk about faith. Again, I haven't talked about faith in such a long time. Y'all know how I feel about faith. And this morning, I just wanted to um, just to jump back on that faith bag, 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 bag. Bandwagon, jump on that faith. This Monday morning, I should have drank another cup of coffee. Anyways, I give God thanks for this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Um, I hope you like those two songs that we played. I'm in love with Jesus because certainly those are just absolutely beautiful and amazing songs. Amen. They're both renditioned by our choir. Um, Two different times, by the way, and it was just absolutely beautiful. I just want to play both of them so you guys can see which one you like the best. Actually, there is a third one, and we'll do that at another day. Amen. But I want to talk about um, recognizing your faith, recognizing your faith. I'm just going to take a few minutes this morning just to start that. I may just make this a faith week. Okay, this is going to be a faith week. Those of you um, who listen to these podcasts, the next couple of days, the next four podcasts is just all going to be about faith. Um, I want to dive into faith just a little further because I want to awaken the thing that God has placed inside of us to do great and mighty things and not just to do great and mighty things, to expect God to do great and mighty things. You know, Jesus said something very powerful, and I believe he did not make a mistake when he said, greater than this you shall do. You know, simply means what he was doing when we are filled with the Spirit of God and when we exercise faith, not only will we do what he done, but he says we will do more than what he has done. Simply means he only had three years on this earth. And so his time was very, very measured. We have so much more time here on the earth to do even more than what he was able to accomplish in the three years that he spent in his ministry. Well, he lived 33 years, but he had three years in ministry. We have many of us have 20 years, 30 years in ministry and, and nowhere done close to what Jesus has done. So that means we're not living up to the, God's expectation for us by using the faith and the power that he has uh, made available for us. So, um, in Romans 12 and 
3, it says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. That means we must humble ourselves, right? Stop making ourselves, you know, like we some high fluted person, you know, just have a humble opinion of ourselves. Just like Jesus did. He had a very humble opinion. So it doesn't mean he wasn't confident in who he was. He knew he, who he was. He knew he was the son of God. He said it many, many, many times. And even he said, even if you don't believe that's who I am, believe in what you see me do. Believe in the miracles for themselves. If the miracles don't prove who I am or prove the power that is working inside of me, then he was saying, I don't know what else is going to make you believe. And obviously, many people still did not believe. And so, you know, I'm here to say, as sad as this sounds, miracles don't always create believers. Okay, because they did not believe in Jesus, even though he did so many miracles. Matter of fact, because of the miracles, they want to kill him. And matter of fact, they even said this miracle was because of Beelzebub, some demonic spirit. And that's when he rebuked them. And so... Um, so we're praying for miracles, though, but we want to make believers out of the power of God be, being in manifestation because many, many, many more believed when they saw the miracles, when they saw what he did, when they saw the layman walk. I mean, blind eyes open, many, many, many people came to believe on God. Amen. And now this Romans 12 and 3, and the last Phrase says, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Okay, so we all have faith. God has given every man. Um, that means God has given mankind. I know the, the Bible is very male centric, but in this particular case, it is mankind. That means male and female. God has given us all faith. And that, that Greek word is metron, metron. It means do measure or required fit. Required fit. It simply means that the faith that God has given you is fitting for your life. Amen. So God has given you enough faith for you to be an overcomer in your particular life cycle. Amen. I may have more because of my life cycle. You may have more for your life cycle. I may have less than you because of our life cycle. But God has given us the fitting amount of faith for us to be overcomers, to be victorious in our lives. God is not making any mistakes. And so all of us have faith. For God did not leave us here on earth without the power, without the ability to do all the things that he has already downloaded in our spirit, which much of it is laying dormant. And the gifts that's inside of us that is activated by faith need to be stirred up. Some of you don't think that God has given you any gifts. It's simple because you have not discovered it yet. So you have a gift. You have a gift. And not only do you have a gift, God has also given you faith. And all your gifts work by faith. So remember I said the Greek word is metron. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that properly because these Greek words are not so easy to pronounce sometimes. This one seems to be pretty easy. Um, but it says that God has given us our due measure. So stop thinking you are not strong enough. Stop thinking you don't have the faith that's necessary 
to do the things that God has called you to do. Stop thinking you don't have enough faith um, to live right, to talk right, and do, to do all the things that God has called you to do because you certainly have. Can you increase on your faith? Absolutely. But if you're not using what you currently have, there's nothing to increase on. You must use what you currently have. Amen. Now, I want us to transition into a season that, according to Isaiah 65 and 24, and see, this is going to take a whole lot of faith, and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer, and while they are yet speaking, I will hear. You see, that's what God is saying. That's a word that God has spoken, and in order for those things to take place in our lives, we must begin to activate our faith and believe that what God has said, it is what he meant. And watch this. It is what he is doing. Now, the thing about it is this. Just because it's not happening in your life, it doesn't mean it's not happening in mine. Yeah. And so some of the things that you're waiting on and some things you're wishing would happen is already happening in somebody else's life. It's already taking place. And so don't think God is not working because nothing is happening with you. He is working. It's up to us to connect with what God is doing in this particular season by connecting to the things of God, the streams, amen, of anointing, and we connect to it by faith. In Jeremiah 33 and verse 3, I really love scripture and I love to explain scripture because that's how God anointed me. Okay, so that's okay. So call on to me and I will answer thee and I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So Richard, what God is saying is that when you call on him, and he's saying now before I before we call, he will answer. And he said, while we are yet speaking, we he will hear. And he says now in Jeremiah that when we call him, he's already answering. But the thing about it is this. He is going to bring us into the unknown realm. He's going to show us things that we have never seen. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that awesome? That's amazing. Listen, I just want to pray on that right there. I just want God to show me things. I've never seen. Simply means he is bringing me into the unknown realm. Things that I could not know on my own. God is bringing me to a place of revelation. Now that's an awesome place to be. Where things that never even came into your mind. God reveals it to you. God shows it to you. God shows you great and mighty things. You see, that's where I want to be. Personally, I want to be in that place. When God is consistently showing me great and mighty things, I am tired of the usual. I am tired of the known realm. I want some people just to, to um, exercise their faith in the unknown realm. To You want God to take you in the unknown realm. You have to be tired of the things you know. You want to know what you don't know. <laughs> I believe what we don't know is far greater than what we do know. You know, and some of us are so proud of what we know. 
oh yeah, we have this, we have attained this, we have this education, we have that title, we have this um, after our names, and they're so proud of what they know. Hey, I want God to take me into the unknown. I want to know things that, that you know, that's it's not in the natural realm. I didn't learn it in school. I want revelation from God. I want God to show me things in the God realm, in the unknown realm, the, the realm that only through revelation, only through God opening your eyes, that you even know that it exists. Let me give you an example. Gehazi, Elisha's um, servant, they were in a cave and they were surrounded by the Syrian army. And he said to Elisha, what are we going to do? <laughs> he was afraid that the army came to capture them. And, you know, Elisha prayed to God, just open his eyes. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes we need an eye-opening experience. Amen. And that's where I want to be. I want God to open my eyes that I may be that I may see what I'm currently not seeing. Amen. I want us to get to that place that we are not happy with the scene anymore. We want to go to the unseen. We want to see more. We want to be shown what we are not seeing. We want to be hearing what is not being said. Amen. We want to know what we cannot know in the natural. And so Elisha prayed, said, God, open his eyes. And when he opened his eyes to Gehazi's amazement, there was an army of angels surrounding the Syrian army. So even though in the natural, it looked like Elisha and Gehazi was by themselves in a cave, Surrounded by a natural army, when his eyes, when Gehazi's eyes, when his eyes were open, he saw an army of supernatural beings surrounding the Syrian army. Listen, if Elijah wanted that Syrian army to to be destroyed, all he had to do was give the command. That's all he had to do, just give the command. To strike them down. The you know for the angel, the angelic army was already there, ready, waiting for command, waiting for command. Amen. In this instance, Elijah just said, "God, just blind them, just shut their eyes." While Gehazi's eyes was open, he commanded the eyes of the adversary to be shut, blind them. Amen. That is faith. On display, that is supernatural things taking place at the command of a man who knew how to exercise his faith. Amen. And I want God to usher us into this place that we're just totally moving by faith. We have absolutely shutting down. And this is the prayer that we got to pray. We start praying it on yesterday. God, help me with my unbelief eradicate doubt from my mind because you see doubt cancels out our faith doubt is like a pencil eraser if you're writing something and if you put your eraser on it it erases whatever you're writing that's what doubt is it's an eraser of your faith stop allowing doubt to cancel out your faith refuse to ask god to help your unbelief Because I believe 
in this season, we're going to see what we have never seen. In Isaiah 65, 24, and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. God's ears are attentive, or attentive rather, to our speaking. He's listening for our voice. And he says, while you're talking, he says, I already know what you're going to say before it come out your mouth. So before you even get it out of your mouth, I'm already doing it for you. Amen. There is no better place to be in that before you even pray, while the words are coming out of your mouth, the answer is already taking place. What a place to be. Amen. That's what faith can do for us. Yeah, that while we are praying in faith, the Bible said we got to do it all in faith. It's the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith that heals the sick. It's the prayer of faith that brings deliverance. It's the prayer of faith that brings salvation. It's the prayer of faith that brings miracles. It's the prayer of faith that brings transformation. It's the prayer of faith that brings revelation, manifestation, the opening of doors, access. Faith, we need it. Can't do without it. Mm-hmm. Can't do without faith. In 1 Corinthians 13, 13, we're going to end with this one. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And so, in all of eternity, you're going to have these three things. Love, hope, and faith. Paul says the greatest of these is love. I say the greatest of these is faith. (laughs) I cannot contradict Paul. But in my estimation, you know, maybe I'll have to take this up with God when I get into heaven. Lord, you know, Paul said it was love. But in my mind, it is faith. Amen. But I only could teach you what the Bible said. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. That's what the Bible says. But I understand that without faith, it's hard to love your enemies. Without faith, what are we hoping for? We need faith because faith is the substance of things hoped for. Amen. So that's my understanding of it. And so for me, it's faith. Because the Bible says that, matter of fact, Jesus himself says, when the Son of Man return, will he find faith on the earth? That's what he said. Will he find faith? He didn't say, will I find love? He said, will I find faith? And so faith is what's necessary to make your love work. Faith is necessary to make your hope work. Faith is necessary for you to even receive salvation. Amen. I understand from God's perspective, God doesn't need faith. (laughs) He doesn't need faith because he is God. Everything he says, it happens. And so from God's perspective, the greatest is love because the Bible said God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. And so we give God thanks again for today. And I thank him as we launch out in this season of believing God that while we are yet speaking, He is hearing, and before we call, He'll already answer our prayers. And so I pray 
that in our lives, in our experiences with God, that we find amazing change, things, amazing things begin to happen. The power of God, the grace of God, the love of God, all those things begin to manifest in our lives. And we will begin to see like we've never seen, have revelation like like never before. And like Gehazi, 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 our eyes will be open and we can see the angels of the Lord that is encamped around about us and that we can see what God is doing in this season so we can replicate it on the earth because Jesus says, while he walked on the earth, everything you see me do is what I see my father do. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blessing of every moment. Thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. Thank you for all you have done. Thank you again, God. Thank you for faith, Father. Because without faith, we know it's impossible to please you. And so, Father, we want to make sure that we're operating in faith. We want to make sure, God, that we're pleasing to you. And as we launch out in faith, I pray, God, every gift that's inside of us will be stirred up and that everything we do, Father God, will bring glory and honor to your name. Our lives will glorify you. Our walk, our talk, our personality, our character, everything, God, will be pleasing to you. Of course, your word said, if it's not of faith, then it is of sin. And so I pray that today your power, your anointing will overwhelm us. Give us the grace, God, to walk in greater levels of understanding, greater levels of humility, greater levels of anointing. And we thank you for hearing us. And we thank you for answering again. For it's in Jesus' name we pray.